Good morning. Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode 57, Healthy Commitment. So it was suggested to me this week to um, do a call about being overcommitted. And I thought, well, how can we turn that around and put it in a positive way? So I put it down for healthy commitment. And of course, I'm writing to you, or sorry, I'm speaking to you this morning after not so much hours sleep. So I'm hoping that the call will help me to be able to um, have good, good healthy commitments as well. So what does it mean to be committed? I think commitment means that we are going to stick to something, that we're going to do what we say we're going to do, that we're going to follow through and that we're going to, you know, be there and, and hold on right to the very end. And sometimes we start with good intentions and then things can go a bit, a bit haywire and we, we lose a bit of traction and we, uh, you know, forget what we were going to do and what we committed to originally. So I wanted to clear a bit of energy around that. But I also figured that it would apply to commitment not only to projects that we um, say we're going to do, but also commitment to our family and commitment to our relationships and commitment to our business and commitment to to our friendships. So I thought that um, commitment was a, a wonderful thing to have and to do and that when we are fully committed to someone, I'm sure that not only do we feel closer to that person, but also they feel closer to us. And so the whole relationship is helped whichever relationship that might be. So I wondered too if any of you had questions or if you had, um, you know, things that you would like to ask. So sometimes we have to think about, you know, what we are up to right at this particular point. So this is from Brendan Burchard. He said, the moment now, each of these roles, observer, director, guardian, warrior, lover and leader is available to us in any moment. Should we be intent on activating them, we shall own the moment in ways we never imagined. Motivation will arise, life will come back, a vibrancy will emanate through our entire being. None of us will ever master all these roles in our lives simultaneously, but that does not mean we should neglect them. Today, let us commit to studying these roles and doing our damnedest to enact them with more presence and power. The sunshine of enlightenment spreads to those who understand that the moments of our lives must not go unnoticed and unlived. We can feel these warm rays of hope if we make the committed choice not to detach from our lives in any way. We mustn't avoid this day's reality or wish for a better one. We must learn to live in reverence to the moment and all we have been given by it and all we choose to give to it. We can choose our roles and responses to the world so, over time, our character and destiny are forged purposefully. From these efforts, we shall rediscover the immensity and freedom and gift that, eat, that is each and every divine moment spent alive. So I think, uh, I, I know for myself I've been in that headspace too, wishing your life away or wishing for things to be better or, or easier or wishing for something in the past to not have happened. And yet when you have a more reflective moment, you can see that even the difficult things really have had great purpose and have helped you to grow and to learn and to prosper and to become a better person. So let's clear some energy around this healthy commitment. So it doesn't hold. And this is a bit of a general generational problem of having healthy commitment. Dad's side, dad's dad. 
And the feeling of being galled, and it's about being galled with ourselves and, um, you know, the could have or should have feelings. And I think that we have to be a little bit loving and kind to ourselves and, you know, see that we perhaps are doing as much as we can with the commitments that we have. And that sometimes we might need to relook at the commitments that we have and, you know, ditch the ones that aren't really working for us or um, are not in our highest good. So that sort of takes some time and effort to do that. And often we're so busy that we we can't do that. So there was an article I read one time. It was called Take Time to Sharpen the Saw. I have all this wood to saw and I have so much to do I can't stop to sharpen the saw. But if you stopped to sharpen the saw, you would saw much faster and get through your work more quickly. No, 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 I don't have time. I don't have time. How much or how often are we like that, that we, you know, we're too busy to take time out for ourselves because we, we can't get the things done. And yet if we would take out that little bit of time, a little bit of rest, relaxation, reading, massage, meditation, whatever, it would help us to function better. So I think an important thing here is to um, look at our schedule. So I look at my schedule with a love. I have great discernment. I easily choose what's for my highest good. Yeah. Let's also go back to dad's, dad's, dad. And it's actually a female on that side of the family tree. And so there's a stuck feeling here, the feeling of being overlooked. So I forgive myself for feeling overlooked. And I forgive myself for feeling grumpy. And let's just say I own my feelings. I accept my feelings. My feelings lead and guide me. That brings up the sixth chakra. And the need to prevent bad things happening. And this goes back to Dad. And the feeling of being cranky. And the first chakra now. And eating disorders. So sometimes we eat when we don't feel safe or secure. And we eat for comfort. And a little bit more Dad's Dad stuff here with this. And the fish chakra now. And involvement with the mouth. And this can be this fifth chakra is weakened by the lies that we tell ourselves and the failing to express who we really are and also keeping in what we really need to say. And this I guess brings up the belief that, you know, we could be rejected. So let's say I no longer fear rejection when I speak honestly. And this is mum stuff. And the feeling of being tempted. So others are comfortable with what comes out of my mouth. And sometimes people say things that do make us uncomfortable, but it's often what we need to hear. And sometimes we need to speak things that might make other people feel uncomfortable. But it's important to help to help people to be able to make the progress they need to. We need to help them and encourage them to be who they're supposed to be. So I'm confident in the healing power of love to open my throat for greater expression. So let's say I forgive myself for failing to be committed to my employer and I forgive myself for failing to be committed to myself and failing to be committed in my marriage. Now this brings up the ninth chakra. So the ninth chakra is the lunar chakra 
and it's aligning our purpose and uh, life's teacher and, you know, which is, I guess, the earth here that we're attending. And I guess here involved too is um, trusting, you know, the time frame of our life and trusting that, you know, there there is a higher source of power and that that higher source of power is helping to direct the timing of our life events. Um, sometimes it can involve the inability to understand the lessons contained in our experience, and also the need to um, the need to have someone always with us. And I think it's nice to have company and to have people with us, but we also need some time on our own um, it, to be able to um, um, to meditate and to think and to you know be purposeful. So reading good books can help us to be more committed to ourselves and to our marriages, to our businesses. These things inspire us and they help us to look at things in a different manner, which is very helpful. I'm conscious and I know who I am. This is a bit of dad stuff here. And the feeling of being quick-tempered. I know sometimes that can be my reaction to something, to get annoyed with what seems to be standing in my way. Um, and, you know, when we get annoyed, we don't invite a good spirit around us and it's, so it's hard for us to actually accomplish what we're supposed to be doing because we don't have that good intention and that good energy around us. And that's some generational stuff from mum's side of the family, mum's mum. And also this is um, like this feeling of being competitive and I guess we're, you know, seeing that we have to be above someone else or better than someone else or, you know, doing more than, whereas really we're all here to aid each other's journey and we need each person to help us achieve our purpose and to help us achieve the growth and the strength that we need. So I've um, recently we had a um, our first advanced energy works seminar and um, you know there was a, a new manual to write and it was quite challenging to find the time and uh, to be able to get everything um, you know set up for the for the particular day and um, there was you know many setbacks and difficulties and you know there can be the tendency and I started to feel you know a little bit annoyed sometimes with the people that were helping me not because they weren't doing a good job but because it made me feel like I wasn't doing my best job. And so um, I, you know, put that um, energy towards other people, which is wrong because the actual problem was me. So I think sometimes when we get angry with other people, it's not really about other people, it's about us and how we're not being kind and loving and in the moment with ourselves. So this brings up the principle that we taught in the course called I am. And so if if we were to say in our minds, you know, I am and let our mind fill in the gap, often a negative thing will come into our minds of how we fill in the gap. You know, I'm I'm late, I'm slow, I'm stupid, I'm fat, I'm you know, all these other negative things can um come into our into our minds. And when we feel like that, we, it actually becomes a command to our unconscious mind that we are actually those things. So it's important that we um, accept, you know, 
what is and accept where we're at and accept ourselves with love because really we are so much more than you know who we say we are in our mind so we want to try and you know change the program that's running in our head because the more that that you know that I'm more late I'm stressed I'm tired I'm sick the more um, we we do that the more that becomes a, a very strong program within us so our subconscious mind doesn't distinguish right or wrong or, or from or from a reality so and um, it just notice it notices what we're thinking about and how much stress associated with us and so we keep making this pattern then of you know, the negative I am in our head. So if we can consciously be aware of the thoughts that pre- that are presenting, we can clear them and we can put new statements in for I am. So our ultimate aim is to say, you know, I am and not have to finish it with anything, but just to be, just to be present and just to be, you know, happy with who you are. So um, we can use some of the... Um, like some of the suggested ones we had were I am abundance, I am divine nature, I am source, I am light. So all these statements can be strengthened when we have good emotions and we feel strongly uh, you know, about that we are good and we see the good. And you know, when we have negative emotions and we feel so triggered by situations around us and that we see the negativity and we feel the negativity, it, it's like strengthening the negative pattern. So I know it's easy to talk about these things and hard to to do, but I think we we have to be aware of what we are thinking and to check ourselves and our thoughts, and you know to have things handy, whether it's a you know a nice piece of music or a poem or a, a picture or a, a statement or a saying or a quote. All these things around us that help us uplift us and break the negative cycle once we get into it. Now, I have a healthy commitment to myself. It's got some generational components from mum's side. And we've also got a connection here to the 11th chakra now. So this chakra deals with all the things that, or the database that we have that has recorded all our experiences, our thoughts, our actions, our words, everything that's happened to us is all stored in that in what they call the Akashic Records. So it's almost like the Book of Life. So this can also involve um, perfectionism and also MS can be involved here. So um, giving service can help. And, you know, having like, you know, having a, a reasonable commitment to service like a particular time period, like an hour or two or a particular day or, you know, a set time to do commitment can help strengthen this feeling within us of of being, um, you know, congruent with who we are and accepting our purpose and, you know, not having to fall into delusions. Um, I ask for what I want. Uh, life is a gift of unimaginable, unimaginable proportion. And I think, you know, if we can see the the wonderful gifts that our life is and all the things that we can achieve through our life we we um we can do more with our life and it um it, be grateful more be present more 
um, be able to see outside ourselves more and, you know, to feel that connection with other people in a healthier way. So a little bit more from mum's mum and the feeling of being overlooked. And it's also mum's dad. Okay. Okay, a little bit more generational stuff here from dad's dad. Okay, so I'm just checking over here. So I look at my schedule with love. I have great discernment. They're strong now. I have healthy commitments. It's strong. I show up on time. I show up with full purpose. All right. Okay, so I hope that helps you and me to be able to, you know, look at the commitments that we have and to put our life in perspective and try and have... Um, you know, healthy commitments to with our time and our energy and our body and our love and all the things that we do in our life. So uh, on that note, I will um, bid you farewell for today. Um, it was uh, lovely to be here with you and um, hope you enjoy your healthy commitments.